Welcome, my beautiful friends. I'm Darcy Justin to the Love Your Dreamy Midlife podcast, where so many women are ditching the midlife meltdown and learning to love their life again. I know all too well midlife can be tough. Yikes. It certainly was for me. It's a pivotal time in our life when we can stay on the struggle bus or get off for good. I decided to get off and embrace my life again. I became a midlife coach, mentor, and speaker to help other women just like me. That's why I'm sharing my life's journey, my strategies on how simple shifts can have huge impact. This is the perfect place for you to discover you, reconnect with you and your dreams. If you crave your best life, you may find it here. Hello, my beautiful friends. I hope you're having a great week. I hope you're enjoying the podcast. Um, I'm having so much fun sharing all of these great ideas, tips, advice with you. Um, absolutely love it. I absolutely love it. I love hearing from you. I love talking to you. I love coaching and mentoring you. I just think it's so much fun. And I love this time in my life. I love midlife um, and beyond. I think it's such a wonderful time in our life to embrace so many things that we can actually think about. We actually get a second to think about them now. So I do really enjoy that. Um, on the last podcast, we talked about good work versus bad work, which I think is really key as we get a little bit older. I think it's a great idea for us to really stop and think about what we're doing and how much joy it brings into our life and how much happiness and are there things we can change? So we are doing more of the things we enjoy, which I consider personally to be good work and doing less of the things we don't enjoy. And something came to my mind a few days ago while I was thinking about that. And it was really the hustle culture. And I don't know if you know what the hustle culture is. A lot of people talk about it. A lot of people think it's the younger generation. A lot of people think it's men that are involved in the hustle culture. I would disagree. I think there are so many women that are so wrapped up in trying to please others, do for others, uh, do better, uh, prove themselves. Um, maybe it comes from a lack of self-worth, self-confidence. I see a lot of women that uh, tiptoe in and out of the hustle culture. And I know for me, it was definitely uh, part of my lifestyle for a while until it was brought to my attention. So there are so many of us that the alarm rings, you wake up, the first thing you do is check your phone. Then you go to the bathroom. Guess what? After the bathroom, you check your phone again. You have a thought. Uh, maybe it's just a split second. I really should go work out. Oh, wait a second. I don't have time to go work out. You skip breakfast, and while you're running out the door, you're checking your emails. You scarf down a very unhealthy lunch because you don't have time. You don't have time to go to lunch with anybody. You don't have time to eat anything really um, good. You feel bad that you actually have to leave work on time. 
You know there's so many more things that you should be doing. You continue to check emails while you hang out with your family. They complain, but you're like, wait a second, this is so important, I have to do this. You chug down a couple glasses of wine, you tell your partner all about your day, all about work, and you fall asleep thinking about work. Next day, rinse, repeat. Week after week, month after month. Is that you? Or was that you? Or are you heading in that direction? This sounds exhausting to me because it is. Just talking about it out loud sounds exhausting because it is. The hustle culture creates the assumption that the only value we have as human beings is our pro productivity and our capability, our ability to work rather than our humanity. And that was written by author Adrian Harper, who was very instrumental in starting the four-day work week. One of the most toxic parts of the hustle culture is the encouragement of competition and comparison. Well, you didn't work as many hours as I worked. Both of these things happen subconsciously. You just go to Facebook or you go to social media and someone's talking about all the hours you worked, making you feel bad because you didn't work as many hours as they did. Sometimes people are bragging about how many Zoom calls they had in one week. And those are all things that are um, there to sort of distract you and make you wonder why you don't have that. Um, it's that whole glorifying of the overworking thing. I just did a podcast on good work versus bad work. What is the difference between hard work and hustling? Aren't they the same thing? They kind of sound like the same thing. No, really, they're not at all. Good work can be hard, but it's always rewarding. It's always done with the right intention. It's always done with certain feelings and emotions that still make you feel good. The hustle is always about bad work for the wrong reasons. We always try to justify it, but it is what it is. Even though it can be sneaky and disguised, it's still the hustle. The hustle really has to do with how you feel, what emotions come up for you. If you're totally honest and totally aware, the hustle comes from feeling insecure about your actions. It's lack, unworthiness, urgency with a side of fear, right? There's always fear attached to the hustle. You're not believing in what you think you can do. Um, you question everything. And if you only did more, if you were only more, it comes from terrible feelings. And so many times we just get so wrapped up in it, we don't really step back and go, wait a second, I don't like this. This doesn't make me feel good. A lot of times there's dishonesty wrapped around the hustle and shame. Our culture perpetuates it with our, with our brains because our brains actually support us working more, do more. How many times have you actually heard people boast about how much they need to work, how much they have to work? 
how many emails they have to go home and answer. Many of us begin to believe you must make these sacrifices to succeed. What a bunch of crap. Many of us who worked in the 80s were told, this is the American dream. Has anybody ever had that thought? This is the American dream. Work harder, stay busy all the time, and do more, and do more, and do more. They even applaud a term like a side hustle because it's doing more and you're making more money. How many of you have a side hustle and feel like that's incredibly important for your life? I don't know. I have to stop and pinch myself and say, is this the life I want? Am I sure? I've been in and out of the hustle culture all my life. I have worked really hard, head down, never even thought about it. I have done other people's jobs for them. I have come in early. I have stayed late. I have ran and, and got my children dinner when I was a single parent for a while, came home, fed them, and gone back to work. Was it necessary? Did it really move me up the ladder in my career? No. Did it give me the ability to have more respect from the people that worked around me? Not really. At the end of the day, there was no reward there for all those actions I took, for all those things I compromised, for all the things that I let go and fall to the wayside. There was no reward for that. Maybe there is for you, but I bet if you take a look at it really through a microscope, it's just something we get very addicted to and get very caught up in. Many times my life was not in alignment with my dreams. It's what I convinced myself I needed to do. It's what I did from my low self-worth, from my low self-esteem. If I just worked harder, if I just was smarter. And these are all thoughts I didn't think about during the day. But if you put the brakes on the hustle and try to figure out why you're doing it, some very interesting things will come up for you. We all enter the hustle from negative emotions, which cause negative thoughts, which usually are not true. You believe the hustle is what you need to do to solve your dilemma. I don't have enough money. Um, I had someone tell me things are not going well at work and I don't really know what's going to happen. Why are things not going well at work? Well, you know, somebody's talking about somebody getting fired. Is that you? No. But guess what? We start, it's so easy for us to go right to fear. And the next thing you know, this person is going in on Saturdays, answering a bunch of emails at night and scared to death they're going to lose their job. Was there any evidence of this? Absolutely not. It was just a fear. It's always to avoid a feeling that isn't really true. The hustle comes in and starts taking over and it makes you feel better temporarily. We also hustle when we don't believe something. So we jump to take action quickly, immediately to get results so we can believe in ourselves. 
Besides stress, anxiety, depression, the hustle creates lots of guilt and shame. Oh my gosh, you guys know the mental effects are devastating. Many times you will discredit your work, you will not get the promotion, and you actually feel bad at the end of the week about how much you work. You feel guilty. You didn't make it to your child's basketball game. You didn't have that dinner with your husband. And you start feeling really bad. And you just kind of stay in the bad. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You just kind of stay there. And it perpetuates. And it goes, it just keeps going on and on and on. A lot of times even you feel like you don't deserve certain things because you have been sacrificing your family or you have been sacrificing certain things. And apathy can come knocking at your door for the long hours, never taking time for you. It can cause complete burnout, which honestly is where the whole self-love movement came for self-love, self-care, pay more attention to you. If you think about it, a lot of that came out of people being in the hustle, right? The hustle culture. And the reality is the hustle culture only hustles you. And even in midlife, we can be in the middle of the hustle culture. We can have a lot of negative feelings. We can have we can be afraid of a lot of things, afraid of our future, afraid of our age, afraid of losing our job, afraid of going and getting a new job because we're 55, maybe we're even 60. And so the hustle culture really does bear down on us in midlife. It can bear down on you. It can cause you a lot of angst. It can cause you a lot of feelings that you don't want to have. If we're able to pivot out of the hustle culture, there is something really exceptional on the other side. There's something so exceptional. Let's go back for a minute and talk about your best life, your dreams, and not compromising what you really want. How do we do that? A lot of it is about reprogramming our brains to just say, stop, stop, <laughs> stop doing that. You need to really decide what's going to be best for you. And one of the most important things you can do, and we've talked about this a lot on the podcast and in the videos, is set better boundaries. As women, sometimes we are really chicken and I'm just going to say it out loud to set boundaries. Oh, I, I have to check emails at night when I go home. Oh, I have to respond to this. Oh, I have to go over to my parents' house this week. No, you don't have to do anything. The reality is a lot of times someone else has to look at you and tell you, you don't have to do that. It's your choice. You may feel like you have to do it, but you don't. And when you set a clear, distinct uh, boundary, it really gets people's attention. And I've worked on this a lot with coaching and mentoring. Please tell them you can't do this. You can't do that. 
And once they really get their head around what they don't want to do, all of a sudden they'll set a boundary around it. And we'll go over that boundary several times and believe it or not, it works. No, I cannot do emails when I get home. No, I cannot do this. I cannot do that. One of my children actually worked for Amazon and they were told to answer emails at night. And he said, mom, you would not believe how many emails I get from seven to 10 o'clock at night. And I'm not answering them. And I told them I'm not answering them. And I really had to applaud because, you know, he's not, he's not that old to have that kind of wisdom, but it was just a matter of a company really wanting to own you and really needing you to respond to everything and really feeling like everything had this sense of urgency, but it really doesn't. I mean, that's the reality. So whatever that is that you need to do with your family, with work, um, friends, nothing more, nothing is more important than, than realizing it feels icky. It doesn't feel good. How can I change it? It's usually a boundary. It's usually always a boundary. And I know this is a struggle because I grew up as the middle child, very codependent. It's very hard to set boundaries. I was a people pleaser. And so many women are people pleasers. And that's a whole nother topic. But if you want to kick the hustle, you've got to set up some better boundaries. You've got to tell people what you're willing to do and you're not willing to do at work and with your family. Track your energy. Don't judge your day on how much you got done, but what happened during the day? What was rewarding? What was wonderful? What kind of really fantastic feelings did you have? Listen to your inner compass. What's feeling right about the day? What's feeling really good about your time and your energy. And remember your time and energy, and I know you've heard this before, it's more precious than anything you have. Your time with your children is more precious than anything you have. And I know because my children became adults overnight, and I'm sure your children are growing up overnight. And so there's nothing more important than our time especially our time with our family, our time with our children. And your energy has to be protected by you. It's not unusual for a job or family or neighbors to want to come in and kind of steal some of your energy, steal some of your time. You have to be the guardian of your time and know how precious it is and how precious it is for anyone to be around you and be with you. That's a gift that you give other people. So make sure you guard that really, really well and think about that because if you put some thought into it, you might go, wow, I really am not guarding my, my energy. I'm not setting boundaries around my work. Make time for you and I'm not going to go into self-love and self-care. Oh my gosh, I think I've heard that a million times, maybe just in the last month, but Make sure in your schedule, you do set up some time for you. Go take a yoga class, go uh, meditate, uh, take a bath. I love to take a bath. Oh my gosh, does that reset me? 
and reset my energy to take a bath and relax. Um, read a book that doesn't have to do anything about children or your marriage or work. Just read something really fun. Maybe it's fiction. And set up times with your friends. Make sure that your job or your work or your company is not totally um, just sucking the life out of you, right? You do have that choice. And make sure that instead of focusing on everybody else and being that people pleaser, make sure that you're focusing on you. Put you on your calendar. I love that. I heard that a few months ago and somebody said, put you on your calendar. And I was like, okay, I love that. I need to put me on my calendar. I love that idea. Focus on the tasks you love doing. You know, we were talking earlier about good work and bad work. You don't have to do everything that needs to be done in your life, right? There are people that can come in and clean for you. There are people that can cook for you. There are people that can do your windows. Set better boundaries around the priorities on the things that you really want to spend time on. And when we spend time on the good work and we can identify the good work, it builds our confidence. It makes us happier. We have a happier family. We have happier friends. And when we are able to shift the things that aren't working uh, or stop doing the things that aren't working for us, we really can have a much, much more positive mindset and much more positive energy. So I've already gone over that a lot, but make sure that you show others your desires can come first and your good work can come first and what you want to do can come first. And don't let anybody just come by and just drop a bunch of stuff on you. I know over the years I've had lots of friends and they're like, oh my gosh, my Bob, my boss just gave me this whole new project. What did you say? This was before I even became a coach. I'm like, what did you say? Well, what am I supposed to say? Well, you say no. You say, I'm, I'm already working 40 hours a week. So don't let anybody come over and dump on you, whether it's your children, your husband, your work, your friends, your neighbors. Don't let anybody come and put more on your pile than you want. And that's really what I mean by focusing on what you are comfortable doing and how much you're comfortable doing. The last thing I really want to point out that's really, really important is define what success looks like for you, especially going into the new year. What does success look like for your career, your company? Maybe you're starting a new business. Maybe you're retiring and you're doing a lot of uh, volunteer work. What, what does success look like for that? At the end of the day, what would make you feel really good about that? So, and your family and every other area of your life. What would success look like if you weighed what you wanted to weigh? If you were able to do some of the things you wanted to do? We need to set up our ideal lifestyle on what is truly aligned for us. And I know many of you are going to shake your head, but it is a choice. It truly is a choice. 
your life is so much more than work or what you can accomplish. Look at your life as what are your feelings involved in all of this? How do you feel? What do you really want to be doing? The hustle leaves you empty and longing for something you think you'll never, ever have. Hard work, on the other hand, hard work will always result in you proudly owning everything you accomplished. They're completely opposite. You need to be clever because the hustle disguises itself as I'm necessary. This is urgent. You must do this now. This is so important, but it isn't real. It's something we fall into and we believe, and it's sometimes very hard to get out of the hustle. Believe that the hustle is not true. Walk away. Leave the hustle behind and start living your best life. Once you cross over, you won't miss the hustle. I promise you. Once you cross over to balance and joy and freedom and having boundaries and knowing what your priorities are and not let somebody come in and start rearranging your life, right? You wouldn't let someone come in and start rearranging your furniture. Don't let these things come in and start rearranging your life. Don't let it happen. Put your foot down, just like you do when your children are misbehaving. Put your foot down. You will never want the hustle in your life once you kick it to the curb. You'll never want it again. It's miserable. It's draining. It causes so much anxiety and hopelessness. And will I ever get this done? And why do I have to check my phone first thing in the morning? Why do I have to check my emails as I'm walking out the door? You don't. That's the reality. I'm here to tell you that woman to woman, you don't have to do that. You can stop. I was able to break the hustle a few years ago and it really feels good. So I really hope that you're able to enjoy this podcast. I really hope that you're able to look at what's really important in your life and really keep your priorities on the top of your list. And if you are truly in the hustle, get out of it. I promise you, you can. Have a great day. Thank you for following me on this episode of your Dreamy Midlife Podcast with me, Darcy. If you enjoyed this, please leave me a heartfelt rating and review. Don't forget to subscribe and follow. There's plenty of goodness coming your way. Do you want to move forward faster in your life? Check out my private signature coaching package that has helped so many women get clear and unstuck. Head over to my website, loveyourmidlife.com. Don't forget to check out my show notes below where you'll find so many fun things. A free 30-minute discovery call? What? Enjoy my email community today. Watch my videos on my YouTube channel and join my Facebook group. Both are Love Your Midlife. Oh, and I'm also on Instagram. Uh, okay, I think that's it. Have a dreamy day full of your desires. Bye, loves.